is going on, guys? And welcome to the My Three Cents podcast. Y'all, quick show of hands. Who here feels like bad habits stick and stay forever, like gum on your shoe? Bad habits are easy to start, they stay forever, and they're super hard to quit. But then good habits, the positive habits, the healthy habits, it's like pulling teeth to start, to do the first workout, to take the first step. And that the things that we really, really want in life, they're on the other side of these healthy habits, but they never seem to hang around. Anybody else feel like that? If you want a simple and easy recipe, I'm going to teach you two action steps here inside of this podcast today to stick and stay with your habits for the long term and actually do this on the first time you try to start these habits. This is the episode for you. So you better keep listening. One thing that I noticed about health and fitness and healthy habits and just most people's fitness journey all in quite a while ago is that there seems to be this really popular recipe, we'll call it, for starting your fitness journey, for trying to lose weight, for doing this dang thing. Okay. And it kind of goes like this. Clear out your pantry. Any food that you're typically eating, don't eat it. Buy new food veggies, fruits, the stuff you typically buy, call as a waste because it rots and gets all brown and soggy in your fridge. Yep, that's what you need to buy. Any drinks that you are drinking throughout the day that aren't water, which you're probably not drinking a lot of, but you want to drink more. Yep, you can't have any more. No coffee or less. No Diet Coke or none. No Sprite, none of that. No juice, only water. Okay, we're changing up everything we're eating and drinking. Now, what you typically do, your social lunches, your lunch with a coworker, all of that, you're not gonna do it anymore. What you're gonna do is you're gonna meal prep. You're gonna do this even though you hate cooking. You're gonna make all this food even though you hate leftovers. You're gonna do this whole dang thing. You're gonna eat this every day for a week. And then what you're also gonna do is even though you are chronically tired, you're gonna wake up 90 minutes earlier than you typically do to go to the gym, work out and take a shower before your workday even begins and you even go into your office. So go ahead, wake up even earlier even though you're not really a morning person and you don't really know what to do at the gym just yet but do this don't do it just monday do it every single day even though it's been maybe six months or a year or five years or maybe it's the first time ever you've ever regularly started going to the gym and then make sure before you go to the gym don't have a workout plan that you're following don't hire a coach just go in see what's open and then do those things kind of get your feet wet Whenever it comes to starting a fitness journey, some of these things are exaggerations, sure. But also, a lot of these things are not. Y'all, if you have ever wondered why it's hard for you to start a fitness habit, I want to be very frank with you for a second and let you know a few things. First thing, it's because you're not starting one habit, you are starting 99 habits. You are overhauling your entire life, okay? This is what I call like Biggest Loser style. Okay, you know how on that show, Biggest Loser, if you used to watch that in the early 2000s, the people that needed to lose weight would literally not go to work. (laughs) They would be like in this summer camp style house. They would work out all day. Their diet was totally different. They were away from their friends and family. They were able to lose weight successfully, but they did it in like this alter ego kind of life. Totally on like this fitness island that really wasn't doing anything to set them up for success to actually learn how to navigate family and fitness 
and friends and social life and their work-life balance and their dog and all the stuff and the kids' sports. It wasn't teaching them how you can be fit in the short and long term in your life, realistically speaking. It was go and do this thing in a sprint where you'd win money if you did it the fastest. Understandably, why it was called The Biggest Loser, right? But then I also remember there was a part of this show that after a period of time and after a level of success, they would send the contestants, they would send these people off of the soundstage, off of the ranch, off of like the hub where the Biggest Loser show was taking place, put them in the real world and try to kind of just shock therapy them into how are you going to handle both of these things? And I remember there have been so many articles and interviews and all of these things over the years of Biggest Loser contestants after after the show wrapped, after they were back in everyday life, they were giving the people, right? They were giving us this update of what it was like for them to return back to daily life. And here's the thing, for so many of those contestants, they went backwards in their fitness journey, right? They regained weight that they worked hard to lose. They were kind of backsliding. But here's the thing. Here's what we can learn about this. Can we blame someone for not thriving in an environment that they're going to be living in when they haven't actually merged the things that they need to be doing every day with the real life that they live in the real environment that they're in? If we've not taught the people how to do the things that they need to be doing every single day, Is it really their fault if they're not successful in those situations? Like truly think about that. But what I also want you to recognize before I give you these two action steps to plug into your day, and I'm going to challenge you to start today. But y'all, the second thing that I noticed is that so many people make fitness so hard and extremely unappealing and confusing and tiring and so overwhelming that can we really blame them? For not sticking to this new and improved life whenever it feels so unrealistic to be able to even do it for a week. Like truly riddle me that. Why is it that if we were going to start a new habit like reading more. That's an example I love to use because I started zeroing in on my book goal a couple years ago. And I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to. Let's use this in the frame of books. If people want to start reading more. Do you want to know what they don't do? They don't say, okay, I haven't really read a book consistently since I was in college. I know I'm going to make my goal to read 365 books this year. No days without finishing a book. Doesn't matter if I like it. Doesn't matter if I don't. Doesn't matter if I'm interested in it or not. Nope. I'm not ever going to use an audiobook. I'm going to do this the hard way. 365 books this year. You want to know how uncommon that is? That if we're trying to start a new habit that we actually want to be consistent with, that we go zero to 100 and actually make it so hard and so unrealistic that we actually feel like, why am I doing this? I wanted to do this because it was going to improve my life, but it's so complicated. Yo, what I want you to take away from this example is that you are doing that with your fitness journey, whether you realize that or not. You have the best of intentions because you want to make efficient progress and you want to make it quickly. I understand that whenever I was at my most uncomfortable in my body, genuinely, I would have done anything, anything to lose the weight fast because that's how uncomfortable I was. But here's the thing. That same mindset had me actually gaining and losing the same few, few pounds for so much time because I couldn't do anything consistently to save my life because it was so challenging because it didn't fit with my work-life balance. It didn't fit in my life. It didn't fit with my schedule. It was just not possible. 
the thing that I thought was actually going to be the fastest actually ended up being the slowest because I couldn't do it even for four weeks straight. I couldn't do it. Not because there was anything wrong with me, but because I literally just didn't have the time. It just literally didn't make sense. And I felt like I'm going to be fat forever. I'm only going to see the scale number continue to go up. I'm going to continue buying larger and larger clothes every time I go to TJ Maxx. I thought that there was something wrong with me. But y'all, if you have ever thought that I just can't do this, I just can't lose weight. I'm going to be overweight forever. This is just my reality. I can't do this. Y'all, nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, There is nothing wrong with you if you have not yet lost weight and actually been really successful in your fitness journey. Most of the time, if you have not seen the success that you want to see, it's because your system is stupid, respectfully. (laughs) It's that the system is at fault. It's that keto is totally opposite from your carb-loving life. Carb girls unite. My hand is in the air. It's that keto doesn't make sense for you because you love fruit. You love carbs. You're a sweet potato girl like I am. You love pizza. You love pasta. You eat that every day. No wonder why you can't stick with keto. It doesn't make sense for you. That's okay. The system is at fault. The system is the issue. It's not you. Your body can lose weight. The vast majority of women can lose weight. But it's just getting you in the right direction and getting you to do actions consistently that make sense, that aren't overwhelming, that don't make you want to shut down and turn and run the other way. Do some people need more support? Yes. Do some people need labs checked to make sure that their hormones are balanced? Yes. But here's the thing for the vast majority of people, I'm talking the vast majority, 80%, 90%, if not way more than that, most people just need to do the basic things of water, sleep, go on a walk, train three to four times a week, 30 minutes a session is even great with some weights. Do the things that are really realistic that in your head might feel like it's not fast enough, it's not enough. Y'all, the vast majority of people need to be doing the simple things that they can do and commit to doing for weeks and months on end. You wanna know what? It's really that simple. And so what I'm gonna teach you today are two things that you can do today to be in that camp. Not the all in, all out camp. Not in the biggest loser example camp of where you literally give up everything to do this thing. And of course we're struggling. No, two things you can do today to stick and stay in new habits and do it right the first time. The first thing that you are going to do is you are going to tell me, you can say it to yourself if I'm in your car, you can say it out loud if I'm in your headphones, you can write it down, I don't care. You are going to answer this question. You're going to tell me, what is a new action that you want to start? If you were to start one new habit today, what's the new habit that you want to begin? Reading a book, getting your steps up, eating more protein, working out. I don't care. Pick one thing for this example. One thing. What's one thing that you want to improve on? Now, when you have it, we are going to take that. Take that one thing. Let's say that you want to get your steps in. We'll just use that for example. You want to move your body more. You want to get more steps in. Perfect. Step two of this process that you're going to take that goal of getting your steps in or whatever it was that you chose. And you're going to break that down into a literal 120 second action. AKA, we're going to follow the two minute rule. Take whatever your goal is and make it a two minute box to check. Two minutes. I don't know about you, but every single person I've ever met, you have two minutes in your day to do something for yourself. Literally two minutes. Two minutes of sleep sacrificed is not going to hurt you at all. Two less minutes on your phone, not going to do a dang thing. 
find a two-minute action. You have no reason why you don't have two minutes in your day. We're going to use two minutes. So if my example is step goal, I want to get my steps up. I want to walk more. I want to be more active. Amazing. I love it. Let's break it down to two minutes. I am going to make a two-minute walk a priority in my day right after I eat lunch. I'm going to do two minutes of movement right after I eat lunch. I took my goal, my main action that I wanted to build, broke it down into a two-minute container. And then I made a realistic goal of something that can happen in that two minutes, okay? You'll also notice I put like a little cherry on top of mine by accident because I'm so used to doing it now with clients. I made mine even more clear. I gave myself the how. If you want to get brownie points on this, do the how. Main action, two-minute rule, make it fit in the two minutes. You'll notice I did the how. You can take it that extra step if you want to. I said, how am I going to get this done? What does this look like? When is this happening? Make it an appointment with myself. Build it into my routine. We can do that. But this is bleeding into kind of step two here of we are going to pair this two-minute action with a non-negotiable habit that already exists in our life. A non-negotiable habit that already exists. We're going to use the buddy system, okay? There's a reason why your teachers did this in school. We are not reinventing the wheel here. We're just using the wheel to help your life go very smoothly and help you make some fitness progress, okay? We're going to take the buddy system here and apply it in your fitness journey. So if I were to look at my life, I am looking to pair this new action step habit. For me, this is two minutes of a walk with a buddy system habit, okay? With a buddy system action. When we are making a buddy system, this means that I'm going to pair a non-negotiable part of my day, a non-negotiable part of my daily routine, things I do every single day, brush your teeth, drink your coffee, take a shower, think staples in your day, okay, wake up, do whatever, I don't care, pick a staple in your day. Buddy system that existing non-negotiable action with the new action, done. That's what you're going to do. For me, in my example, this looked like I am going to do a two-minute walk after I finish lunch. I don't know about you, but I am not the kind of woman that misses meals, okay? I'm sitting here recording this podcast and I'm feeling my tummy grumble and I'm already like, mm, okay, I might bump up <laughs> lunch. I'm gonna have an early lunch today. I'm not a lunch skipper. So for me, if my meals are non-negotiables, I don't miss meals, that's not my DNA. I can't do it. I'm going to make sure I use that staple in my day, those landmarks, if you will, to move me forward in my health and fitness journey. Why aren't we taking advantage of the things we're already doing to help us move forward in our health and fitness journey? Why are we doing that? I am. Are you? Because you can. It's so simple. This is the part of this that we are using your brain to help you lose the weight. Okay, We're using your brain to our advantage. We're using your routines. We're using your lifestyle. Because if you will notice... It's actually not super helpful to try to change everything about you and your life and your likes and your preferences and your taste and your schedule and your wake windows and every single thing about your life to try to lose weight, okay? And whenever we lose weight in my neck of the woods, we're actually using your lifestyle, tweaking some things, pivoting some things, plugging in some new things like some movement if we need to. But a lot of your lifestyle, I want it to still feel like your lifestyle. And I think that the way that we are able to stick and stay and sustain, quite honestly, is when we are able to make really simple, high return on investment. 
use that phrase all the time because it never stops being true. We want to use high return on investment activities and action steps to take you to the next level in your health and fitness journey, okay? That doesn't mean that we're spending all day in the gym. We're spending all day meal prepping. That means we're just taking a few simple, key, intentional steps to help you change your life without all this like messiness and overwhelm and honestly, like just the on-track off-track nonsense. It doesn't have to be like that. So guys, the two-minute rule and the buddy system is what I want to leave you guys with today. Any questions, thoughts, takeaways on this, y'all know where to find me over on Instagram at Olivia Lagoons at Fit. If you loved this conversation, I love talking about habit science. I would love for you to share this episode, send it to a friend, download it, rate this podcast five stars if you like it here. Those things help me move forward on podcast rankings. And when that happens, I just get to help more people, which is my sole purpose in doing this work here with you guys. So if you liked this, give me some feedback. I would love to have you guys here next week. Thank you so much for tapping in with me. And I hope this lit a fire inside of you to go and take action on your fitness journey today. It's really much more simple than you might think to lose weight. Go take this and run with it, guys. Thanks for being here. Have an amazing week.